Today on ABC Devo, later is now. Hey everybody, welcome to ABC Devo. It's the podcast where we go through every Devo song from the fourth dimension to Wiggly World. I'm Joe Mazel. I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm Tom Taylor. And I'm John Engel. And today, let me tell you, later is now. Of what is it, 2010 something for everyone? Wait, 2010 is now or 2010 is later? All right, listen, Pete. You lost me. <laughs> 2010 is now. On track. Now, if I'm not mistaken, this is the, uh, the backdoor pilot for Gary 7, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's true. Yeah. It's Terry Gar. Yeah. In one yeah. of the great roles. Yeah. Spock mm-hmm. has a cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He did Spock say has a cold. Hit, Captain. Yeah. It's one of the, there's like two or three Star Trek episodes where Leonard Nimoy clearly had a cold. And it just, <laughs> it's, it's kind of appeared his voice a little bit. <laughs> the. Yeah, well, like that, that Spock. Uh, something was like a Buzz Buzzard or something. It's me, Spock. Fascinating, Captain. Um, but yeah. All right, later is now. Later is now. This is part of a, we got a, a triptych. We got three in a row here from something is, uh, something is for everybody. Well, something, something is for everybody. That just happens yeah. not to be the name of the album. Uh, so far, March has been all uh, something for everybody. And yet... Uh, Ironically, well, the song, there's a song that so has March in it that is on the album, oh. Something for Everybody, which we'll be covering later in March. So, this All right, you're that. throwing a soul off. That'll be later. This is now. That was then. Hmm. This is now, right? That's the monkey. No, that's this the monkey's. A well-oiled machine. It's like a beautiful um, precision clock. <clears throat> but Devo, later is now. All Here's, right. This is... Uh, so this was on the actual album. There's some that we'll we'll get to some other stuff. Remember with this one, it was tricky that some stuff was. Uh, no, kind of it's it. tricky as Run DMC, Pete. Oh, I'm getting all my songs confused. I tell you. <laughs> um. Yeah, some of these songs were only on the you know it's like the Amazon exclusive, the iTunes exclusive, whatever. Um, but this one is on all the all the versions, all the fronts. I think. Um. And here, not to spoil the uh, the reactions later, mm-hmm. but uh, I really like this song. And then I read the lyrics, and I'm like, "Huh? What? <laughs> it's it's a little bit." Stop reading lyrics. It's not it as much of like a gut punch as like some of the hardcore stuff, where it's just like, "Oh, I like this song," and then he just you know goes into a racist, sex <laughs> racial, you know, r- racial slurs and sexism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, this think, song is great. Did he just say rape? Hmm. I think the l- lyrics work better here, not on paper, but unlike a lot of the other something for everybody uh, vocals, these are mixed in better yeah. than hmm. most of the songs. Usually they're too far up front and they're, they're too clean kind of. And this is blended in 
a little bit and they put a little bit of a filter on it or something, which makes it real easy to just kind of not listen to what he's saying and just like enjoy, enjoy the vocals like an, like it's another instrument and not worry about the lyrics too much, which I think helps because I think you're right, Pete. I was also like, yeah, I kind of dig this. I'm not really understanding what he's saying that much. I'm not really caring. And then I, you know, copy and pasted the lyrics to my notes and I'm reading through and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's great. <laughs> And it's the not chorus it's, is pretty lame. I again, it's say. not that it's bad. It's just that, like, what what, what is he saying? I don't know. Yeah. Now, I, I, forgive me for sounding like ignoramus, and I've only listened to this song a couple of times, but uh, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. What is it that uh, is offending us all? It's not offensive. It's I don't think it's offense. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not that. No, it's just kind of they're kind of lame. Just not not offensively <laughs> lame. Just kind of lame. Like yeah. Like don't the, know what they're saying. It's kind of, hey, dude, coming through. Um, well, that's what know. an MC yells. Yeah, yeah they all do. It's free. Those MCs. Hey, <laughs> um, yeah, I think you might be right, though, John. It's, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I think, I think you're right that, uh, yeah, if you do just read these, they sound super flat. And like some other later lyrics that we've been complaining about, like, oh, gosh, if you compare that to your earlier stuff, it's just flat and dead and flavorless. Mm. But uh, yeah, I think in the song, as you're listening to it, it sounds fine. I think it's, I think, you know, if you're not thinking about the words, it sounds good. Does that make sense? The sound of the words, but not the words. There's a lot of songs Mm -hmm. like that that I listen to, you know. Yeah. Um, Not every, I'm not a lyrics guy first, notoriously, Mm -hmm. so, you know, if it, if it, the song, if the music of it pulls me along, then fine. I don't have to, you know, like if you go back and read, uh, you know, some of my favorite songs, the lyrics, you'd probably, I'd probably be disappointed. I'd be like, no, oh, really? That's what this is about? <laughs> wasn't, yeah. oh. wasn't Wait, like, on, top are, of, on top of Old Smokey is what? <laughs> I really there, like that like, song. There's, there are famous <laughs> songs with placeholder lyrics, right, that, that the placeholder lyrics just stuck because it didn't really matter. Right. Like, isn't Graceland an example of that? Paul Simon oh, really? just kind of make that up. Just talked about Graceland randomly as he was recording, as they were rehearsing the song. And he just was like, whatever, <laughs> I'll just go ahead. Because it really doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the record. <laughs> it's called Graceland. If you listen to the record, it's uh, very much about, you know, I mean, it's about a lot of things, I guess. But the, the, the feel of the record is like this you know, African experience, mm-hmm. the time he spent there and. And, and yet, this, this is random song about going to see uh, going to see Elvis's house. I, and I've heard that this the maybe it's an apocryphal story, but I've heard that when they were rehearsing it, he just started kind of just talking about Graceland, sort of like, um, shoot, what is uh, what did uh, Paul McCartney do instead of yesterday initially? Scrambled eggs. Scrambled right. eggs. Thing. So. Paul McCartney knew better than to actually sing a song about scrambled eggs because that would have been, would have been <laughs> the hit that it turned uh, out to be. But uh, I, I, I fundamentally disagree when... with that. I, I think scrambled <laughs> eggs. You don't know how much I like your a- legs. Are far better lyrics. Mm. <laughs> uh, you can you can believe that's true. I guarantee it wouldn't have been the number one smash hit. That it oh, was. I, I I fully support that theory. Yeah. But yes. uh, popular is better. I kind of feel once, um, you know, once once John and Paul split and Paul said, great, now I can write songs about Magneto and the Titanium Man, the world became a better place for Joe Maisel. Um, there, I said I guess, it. I, I guess my point was that lyrics don't always matter. Sometimes lyrics are just 
a part of the song and not really meant to be separate in meaning or anything. They're just part of the song, like an inst- like I said, like an instrument, another instrument. Mm. Yeah. Like do run run. Right. Parts of That's these lyrics do make me think that they're uh, like we. I, I think it was a uh, oh a cameo. We're like we couldn't get our heads around Ow. that song until we thought like, wait, is this? Do they know a guy named Cameo and they just wrote a song about him because he's some nut that they know? And this Ow. sort of sounds like I walked outside and it hit me on the dome, and then like he just he, he the banner big and bold later is now. Like I fully believe that Jerry Casale was just outside and he saw a banner that said later is now. And he's like, oh. That's the seed of a song. I'm going to write the song about this banner that I saw. <laughs> I fully accept it. Could be. Could be. Doesn't mean I understand what the rest of it's about, but no. there. Although, uh, interesting to, uh, you know, as much as Devo is a, is a uh, futuristic sci-fi kind of band, mm-hmm. they don't kind of paint themselves into corners technologically. Um, you know what I mean? They're not like, here's the technology now and like that you can look, at, look <laughs> right. back on and be like, oh, that's kind of dated. Like, why are they singing about fax machines? But <laughs> <laughs> but here they, they mentioned nasty blog. And so that. I'm, oh, right. Yeah. Even even now, it's just kind of like mm-hmm, that's more kind of, you know. It's still it in the feels, palms, but it's less yeah. it's less relevant. So I think even, you know, yeah, it feels a little pandering. Now, yeah, sounds like a dad. People be like, yeah, well, but log. <laughs> I think we have to kind of discuss though what the title actually means. Uh, does it mean that now is the later of the past, or that we are now in the past of later? Hmm. Um... <laughs> does that make any sense? <laughs> because if you if they were singing from the uh, point of view of someone in say 1980, a blog is a pretty futuristic idea. Right. And then the idea of how oh. people use a blog is a futuristic idea. So if he's saying, oh, right, we're living in the future of the past. Right. I see what you're you saying. You see what I mean? I, yeah. I, I don't know if that makes any sense. We but, are living in 1980s later right, right. now. Right. We're but then the- again, that's a little bit lazy because all you have to do is name things that are happening now. To get that point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like uh, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> that's everything that happened ever yeah mm. to say everything that ever happened in one song go <laughs> well there was harry truman then mm. there was doris day <laughs> yeah that covers it <laughs> it all ended in the cola wars <laughs> uh the cola wars it's a bloody mess whoever no, wins fought in the cola wars same as your father <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't take it anymore. Who's a navigator on a sprite freighter? <laughs> on the sprite freighter? Yeah. In the cola wars. Um, sprite is a lemon lime soda, guys. <laughs> they were neutral. They were that's neutral true. in the yeah. cola war. Well, that's they were, they were just ferrying materials to and fro during the during the conflict. To and fro the like, to and like a fro from freighter. the RC system. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very much so. Oh, yeah, we... White Rock. Okay, I'm out. Oh, there you go. Um, and speaking of White Rock, back to Devo. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's. It, I think it's later is now meaning like all this stuff that, you know, even as he's saying, sooner or later everything comes to light. Everybody feels the bite. It's like oh, you know, it's like things are coming around, and all that stuff that like you know you people put off like eh, later. 
worry about it later. It's like, oh no, later is now. Like, yeah. everything's kind of coming to a head. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. Right. You see, now you're uh, you're ruining the song for me. Not that I was that uh, high on it to begin with, because uh, now it's like later is now, man. And you know how I feel about man. <laughs> well, right. Now, how was it? I assume that would be one of the first things you'd say about this song, because I was thinking that already. <laughs> but there's like you could have like a positive look at this song where you're like, okay. Hey, later's now. Let's let's do this right now. Or you can say, "Oh, you didn't do it," and and now later is now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you could look at it two different ways. It could also be something that like an obnoxious boss or like gym teacher says to you. (laughs) Later is now. I'll get around to it later. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I get it. Back on that old time is money kick. Not back (laughs) on it. Still on it. Um, All right, that did well. That went over well. (laughs) <laughs> I like uh, the music a lot. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> I do too. It, it pulls you along really, really nicely, and it's it's a little bit. Yeah. You know, I I thought it's it's like a good song from Shout. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's got yeah, some toe tap to it. I'll give it that. It's got a really nice opening, which so many songs of some something for everybody has. Mm-hmm. Like I think they often are, start strong and then devolve quickly. No uh. point. Uh, I keep doing that. They go downhill really fast. This song does not go downhill like a fast. snowball. When the, right. <laughs> oh yeah, and it rolls yeah. back down. Mm-hmm. Rolls, it rolls back, rolls back down. Back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one, when the lyrics kick in, like I already said, oh, it's not like shockingly awful like so many of these songs are. <laughs> I'm kind of going, going with it. They it. kind of blend in. And like I said, if you don't pay attention to lyrics, like I listened to it a handful of times before I paid any attention to the lyrics, and I was feeling pretty up on this song. Yeah. And I have not felt that way about any, I don't think, any song off this album yet. Hmm. So I'll just say it now, this is probably my front runner so far on this album. Yeah. Something for everybody. This was the one for you. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Turns out it was true. <laughs> um, to a certain extent, at least. Here's something that I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. This is what's not for you about it. This is here's what's not for me. Um, mm-hmm. They, and it's not. It's not just them. It's like a fade out. It's little things that bother me that everybody does, but when I notice them, it bothers me. And this song seems to have kind of a uh, an uncalled for extraneous middle eight, or or like a little just kind of um, in technical terms near the you know it's just like the song's grooving and it's got its own thing going along and then all of a sudden they're just like well maybe people will be bored let's put a different thing here and it it doesn't you know the transition mm. doesn't work for me it's it's not inspired it's not like oh. Yeah, the song led up to this point, then it made this thing. It's just like it's going, it's going, and then it's like, oh, we'll do a different thing here. And I feel like um, that's I, I have that problem with some Beatles songs. I have that problem with some Devo songs. It's not, you know, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm not saying it's yeah. poor worksmanship. It's just I don't like it when I hear it, and here I hear it. Mm-hmm. That is a very common thing that happens in a lot of songs. Like, it seems like songwriters feel like they're supposed to make that shift at some point in the song and they have to, or like somebody's telling them that's how a song is made and they need that part there. Yeah. And you're like, I I was listening to a song. Why'd you do that? 
I mean, didn't George Martin literally tell the Beatles they had to do that? Yeah, to make pop songs work. So if you you could blame him because sure, you know, he told the Beatles that the Beatles did that religiously. Like like you're saying, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't for them, and then everybody was in, you know learned what they. Uh, especially the guys in Devo. Yeah. How much did they learn about writing pop songs from the Beatles? I think it kind of, uh, uh, you know, ripples out from the Beatles in a lot of ways. And people go, oh, well, they did it. Or they'll hear even hear that story that George Martin said, oh, that's how you write a pop song. <laughs> and people just throw them in there even if they're not necessary. Now, Devo doesn't usually do that, though. That's the right. thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they actually go the opposite direction sometimes and, you know, kind of deconstruct the, the uh, song pop structure more than they do follow any kind of set rules. But mm-hmm. um, I think we we figured out that in their older age, maybe they have fall, they fall into some routines and, uh, and are a little bit less well, interesting, I guess. Yeah. Now, is it just me or does anybody else bothered by the fact that uh, they actually refer to uh, having a day glow sky above a devolved city, which is to say they're using their own words in their songs. <laughs> and now granted Jocko Homo does that but um, that's like more like a manifesto where this is just like hey everybody remember we're Devo Ha-cha-cha. I see both sides of that I, I, I agree with that criticism and it also doesn't bug me maybe because there's been other stuff in other songs like other later period songs where I'm like no you're not allowed to say that anymore because it's not <laughs> 1970s anything anymore <laughs> And the, but the, I feel like this is a little bit more like just kind of referring to beautiful mutants or something it's like uh, right. it's just more like it's an adjective in the sentence yeah. and it's okay I it's think. part of their lexicon. Like, you're, you're telling me you feel yeah. it's part of their lexicon without being exploitive on their past. Yeah. Well said. All right. Fair I enough. think it's an, an inevitable byproduct of continuing to make music into your 60s. And <laughs> yeah. probably yeah. means, because because it's kind of rankling you just a little bit or it's just rubbing you the wrong way a little bit, it's probably means that they shouldn't have done it. You know, like how many times do you go, like, man, did they have to do this? Did they have to? You know, such such a band have to get back together and write more music. They have to make another movie or remake right. a movie or whatever it is. And you, mm-hmm. I think you're just probably just feeling the um, superfluous nature of this, <laughs> like that it really didn't have to happen. Like, Where oh, it's on. when you Are heard really Jocko Homo, it was again? like this was <laughs> what we did last summer. We Jocko Homo last summer inevitable in another way. It was like that burst forth from the ether kind of, you know, feeling where it's like, this had to happen. This song had to exist. Right. Yeah. And in this case, it's like, this song didn't have to exist. Why are you rehashing <laughs> this? So that's probably really what the feeling is. Cause yeah. yeah. If you took that lyric and put it in a song from, uh, you know, duty now or something, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't care. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, no, it's, sure, it's sure. a matter of context of, of era. Yeah. Although now we have a time frame there. So we know that, Later, which is now, mm-hmm. happens after the day the world turned day glow. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. Oh, the X-ray specs. So it's so it's the later of now. We're not in the later of the past. That's what you're saying. I'm still on this. I don't know why. It's probably really obnoxious. <laughs> Only to our listeners. I don't have listeners. the day glow sky yet. I don't know about you guys. I don't have that yet. So I'm guessing this is the later of now. Maybe that they're talking. Your later is different than our later. No. Oh. Hmm. Well, you guys are an hour later than me because you're in Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but so you're slightly, your later is a little later. Yeah. Your later is not yet. Right. But our, our later is your now. Ooh. I know. 
Oh, wait, no, no. Your leader is our now. That's wait, it. Wait, this song is just about time zones. Your <laughs> <laughs> leader is yesterday's Enterprise. I'll call you back in an hour. Back? Well. Get it? <laughs> um... <laughs> So I think this episode's going good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> Somebody should say that from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> I like this show. Yeah. We're classy really folks. Yeah. Well, let's put, uh, how do we, can we put numbers? Can we put a letter grade on this song? Um, we, we seem like we, we like it. That, that is mm-hmm. our duty. That is our mission. It's our yes. duty later for the future. Exactly. And later is now. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. All right. I, um, it's tough. That middle eight is going to rankle me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like it a lot. <clears throat> and I have to go reference the, what have I been giving shout songs? Because I said it's like a good shout song. Um, mm, I've been doing in the bees for shout. Oh, is this a bee for me? I'm just gonna could be. I'm, I'm gonna go just flat B, regular, regular old B. Mm-hmm. It's a song I like. I think I agree with you. Doesn't get quite the doesn't quite get the plus because it's still got a, a little you know a couple of like the lyrics and stuff like that. But uh, but it's it's good. I like it. I, I would listen to it again. Yeah. I agree. B, good solid B. It's a, I. I uh, if everybody gave this a B or an A, I'd be happy to have it on the B side because, you know, if the A and B sides are supposed to be our uh, presentation to the world of Devo and what they should listen to from Devo, then yeah, this is a, you know, I'd include this in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving it a B minus. Mm. Hey, the, mi- the minus is for. Uh, the kind of lame nature of the lyrics, but otherwise it's a B song. And uh, I got to be the troublemaker. I'm giving it a C plus. Oh, you mean you got a C plus the troublemaker? <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't move me. I really, uh, I can. The auto tune nature of the vocals really bothers me, hmm. which is not an effect I really like a lot. Um, and you know the lyrics are kind of lame. I don't know. I don't know whether to say this or now or then our next episode, but like sometimes I kind of feel someone, something for everybody was uh, sprouted from the idea of, Hey guys, what if we do blue power domes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really all they had. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so that's my two cents. C plus for Joe Mazel. All right. And that's okay. It doesn't yeah. need to be on the B side. No. no. It would be, but I would have been was, fine. But it's also fine if yeah. it's not. I myself yeah. have knocked enough things off the A list and the B list that I I can't fault show. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hey, that's not on the uh, playlist, the A list or the B list. But uh, if you made a radio station off of it on the Spotify, what would happen? How would you do that? Oh, um, the next you did a what? The next track up uh, after later is now. So after later, after now, because now it's <laughs> later, um, the next track up is When It's Over. So whoa, whoa, whoa. By the Wipers. <laughs> so you listen to Later Is Now, and then when it's over, you listen to When It's Over. Later. Yeah, when do you listen to When It's Over? Yeah. After now. What yeah. if I want to listen now? You can't listen to it now. All right. I'll just listen to it later. Okay. Well, it's now. 
Um, and then you know, I, really, Mo Howard needs to come in and slap all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what idiots! Um, honorable mention to track three on this radio station: "Desperate but Not Serious" by Adamant. Oh, uh, oh, very oh, I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, all right. Well, that's uh, that's later is now. Like I uh, like I said, we got uh, another part of the triple shot of something for everybody. Um, we're we're gonna finish out that batch. Uh, although there is there's a surprising amount of something for everybody in March. So that'll be the uh, that'll be the month. The uh, so Thursday coming up. Uh, we got let's get to it. So, if you want to listen to that, then you can listen to that later. <laughs> as soon as later is now, then you can listen to then it. Then you can listen to it, yeah. Yeah. You have to be like, wait, is it now, now? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's get to it. <laughs> uh, so, that'll be on Thursday here on ABC Pizza. See you, See you now. <laughs>